So, the Mubarak month of Ramadan came. We had the opportunity to fast. We had the opportunity to recite the Quran Sharif. The opportunity to make the Rawi Salah. To do many things. The issue is that what have we earned after this month went? This is the aspect that we need to reflect on. And in order to reflect on these issues, the point that we can reflect from is some beautiful couplets of Sayyid, Sheikh Sayyid Abdul Qadir Jailani which he said regarding the day of Eid. Alhamdulillah, Ramadan passed. Eid has already passed. Everybody has witnessed and enjoyed the day of Eid, inshallah. And all our new garments, etc., we have already finished wearing it and whether we impressed anybody with it or not, whatever the case may be. All those things have already happened and passed. The issue is that to reflect in the light of certain couplets of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, the great wali of the time, the very, very great Buzrug and a friend of Allah, Taala. he has said some little couplets which give an idea of whether we really enjoyed Eid or not. So just to reflect in the light of these couplets, what have we achieved, what do we need to still do? Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani, he says, that لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ لَبِسَ الْجَدِيدِ إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ أَمِنَ مِنَ الْوَعِيدِ to understand this in its background, in one hadith, Nabi Islam says that the sa'imi farhatan, that the fasting person, there are two occasions of happiness and joy for him. One is farhatun in the fitrihi. The one happiness is at the time of iftar. The natural thing. One is at the time of iftar, every person feels happy, one is that Alhamdulillah, with the grace and fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, that a person was able to have completed the fast, completed this great ibadat, this a great gift from Allah Ta'ala. So every person feels that sense of joy within, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala made this possible. Allah Ta'ala blessed me with this opportunity. And then the other happiness is, which is a natural human happiness, that a person who has fasted, was hungry, was thirsty, now at the time of iftar, the person has drunk some water, the person has had something to eat, so this has wet the throat, this has filled the stomach, so now the person feels a little happy, the person feels a little bit content. It's a natural thing, it's a human emotion. The person was hungry and drank something, the first person feels happy, feels, feels a sense of relief. So Rabbi Islam is saying that this is in its place. No problem with this. This is a happiness that the person who has fasted achieves. But the real happiness is, and the real occasion of joy, and the real Eid is, 
وَفَرْحَةٌ عِنْدَ لِقَاءِ رَبِّهِ The person who has fasted for Allah Ta'ala and then has fasted throughout their lives from everything Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. One is when fasting during the course of the day, we refrain from halal food and drink on the order of Allah Ta'ala. So to fast throughout our lives from everything Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Then such a person gets the true Eid and gets the true joy on the day of Qiyamah, on the day of judgment. وَفَرْحَةٌ عِنْدَ لِقَاءِ رَبِّهِ The day that a person meets Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and the person leaves this world already from the cover, this Eid starts. So this is the real Eid and this is the Eid that every person should be aspiring for. The Eid of this world, this is also an enjoyable day, it's an occasion to rejoice. It's not even permissible to fast on this day. In the month of Ramadan a person fasted and for every fast he got the reward of one, uh, he got the reward which was uh, beyond any kind of imagination. In the Hadith Nabi Islam says, the person who fasts, who misses one fast in the month of Ramadan without a valid reason, then he can fast his whole life to make up for that fast, though the qaza will be fulfilled, but the rewards cannot be achieved, though the person would be fasting the whole life to cover up. Such a great reward for each fast. But come the day of Eid, and the person fasts on the day of Eid, will be getting sin. So that fast is such a great ibadat, but not permissible on the day of Eid. Because the day of Eid is a day to rejoice, a day of happiness, a day to eat and drink. But this happiness also needs to be understood in context, that who is the person that really enjoys this happiness? Just merely the person who has eaten some food, had something to drink, the person has worn new clothes? No. Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani is giving us the same lesson in these couplets. The first couplet he says is, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ لَبِسَ الْجَدِيدِ إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ أَمِنَ مِنَ الْوَعِيدِ That in reality, Eid is not for the person who has worn new clothes. Wearing new clothes doesn't make it Eid. In reality. Wearing new clothes, wearing good clothes on the day of Eid is something that is Sunnah. So a person will get rewarded for that too with the correct niyat, provided the clothes are within the limits of Shariat and Deen. But that itself doesn't make it Eid in reality. Eid in reality is for the person who is saved from the warnings of Allah Ta'ala. Now let us think about it, that the month of Ramadan came and went. Have we brought in our lives whatever was required to be safe from the warnings of Allah Ta'ala? For example, there are severe warnings for missing out Salah. Has a person now brought this consciousness of Salah to the point where that a person doesn't delay that Salah and doesn't ever bring it to the point where it could be missed? person is conscious and will perform the Salah on time so that the person is safe from the warnings. Likewise, the aspect, for example, we are just taking some examples. person who listens to music in the Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned that molten lead will be poured in the ears of such a person on the day of Qiyamat. What a terrible warning. What a stern warning. Now, the real Eid is for the person who has gained safety from this warning. In the Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned 
that those who indulge in ghibat, in backbiting, talking ill of others, and the definition of ghibat we have repeatedly discussed and understood from our muallimas, etc., that to speak about somebody, something which the person will dislike, even if it is 100% true, then too it is ghibat if the person is going to be unhappy about it. So, the person who has indulged in ghibat, then in the year after, such a person will be punished, that they will be given scissors of fire, and they will be cutting their tongues. What is stern warning? The person who has learned the Quran Sharif, but did not recite it, did not practice upon it, such a person will be, their heads will be crushed repeatedly, they remained sleeping, didn't bother about the salah, didn't pay any attention to things that were necessary. So such a person will be punished in this way. What a stern warning. The person who lied in this world and made lied his hobby or carried on lying. Every now and then the person is lying. Just blatant lies. Lying to the parents, lying to the muallimas, lying to the fellow students, lying to anyone, everyone. So people sometimes just start lying. So to speak even one lie is a terrible thing. In the Hadith Sharif, it comes a person who lies, then the angels flee away, the angels of Rahma, they flee away to the extent of one mile as a result of the stench that comes out of the mouth of this person. So such a terrible stench comes out which insan doesn't smell but the angels smell it. So this is something that is a warning and the person who lies their cheek, the one cheek will be torn right till the ear then the other cheek will be torn then this first cheek will be coming back in place the angel will again tear the first cheek in the meantime the second cheek would have come back as normal and then this process will carry on what a severe warning for lying so these are all examples that a person who has been indulging in these kind of activities, other sins, the sins of the eyes, there are severe warnings regarding this, the sins of the heart, all these various sins. Now the person who has gained safety from these warnings, how the person gains safety from these warnings? By making sincere toba. So the month of Ramadan came, Inshallah, summa inshallah, we would have all definitely made sincere toba from all these sins. From the sins of the eyes, the sins of the ears, the sins of the tongue, the sins that we get involved in in different ways, the haram chatting, communicating in the wrong way. All these sins, the person who has made sincere toba from it, that this is now out of my life, I'm not going to go back to this. This person has gained safety from the warnings of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Such a person will taste the real enjoyment of Eid on the day of Qiyamah. This Eid is a temporary Eid. In hours it's over. Person says Eid is coming, Eid is coming, and then before the person knows it, Eid is gone already. But that is a perpetual Eid. That is an everlasting Eid. It would never stop. But the issue is that have we gained safety from the warnings of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala? The real Eid is for that person.
laysal eid liman labisal jadid eid is not in reality for the person who has worn new clothes eid in reality is for the person who has gained safety from the warnings of allah ta'ala so this is the real eid and further emphasizing this point he says laysal eid liman rakibal mataya innama al-eid liman tarakal khataya that Eid in reality is not for the person who has driven the best conveyance or has come in the best car or has something out of this world in terms of transport. That doesn't make it Eid in reality. Eid in reality is for the person the person who has given up sins. That person will see the enjoyment in the Qabr already. That the Before the Qabr, before the person even leaves this world, as the person is the last moments of life have come and the soul is beginning to depart. The person already sees the malaika of Rahmah and that gives such a joy, such a happiness. Already the Eid has started. Then when the person is laid in the Qabr, all the various A'mal come in a very beautiful form. On one side is the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif, on some side is the fasting, on some side is the Salah, other righteous actions and they comfort the person. Don't you worry, we are at your side. And we will be with you. And when the angels come, they say, look, you ask what you need to ask, but leave this person to us after that. And then the window of Jannat is opened. And the cool breeze of Jannat comes. And the person's grave is expanded to the extent the eye can see. And the beautiful and comfortable bedding of Jannat is brought. Already the Eid has started in in the cover already. Then the day of Qiyamah, the person gets the shade of the Arsh of Allah wa ta'ala. And then Jannat is perpetual Eid. In this world, many a times Eid is mixed up with grief also. How many people, Allah ta'ala, make it easy for every person, Allah ta'ala, save us. But how many a person, the day of Eid was a day of mixed feelings. On the one side was the joy of Eid, but there was some mishap, or somebody, some near and dear one passed away or something or the other, somebody is ill. So this Eid is a happy occasion at the same time, it is mixed with this grief at the same Whereas in Akhirat, in Jannat, there is no mixing with grief. There is no mishap. There is no difficulty. It is perpetual Eid. So the perpetual Eid is what we have to prepare for. So that perpetual Eid, the non-stop Eid, the everlasting Eid, that Eid will come for the person who has given up sin. Now this is our balance sheet to know have we gained that everlasting happiness in our account. Are we on that road? And will we, are we already in that direction? Yes, we still have to keep walking. We have to remain steadfast. But are we on the right road already? Have we given up all the wrong? Have we made sincere toba? So this is what will bring us the real aid and bring us the true happiness and the true joy. Then he says, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَبَخَّرَ بِالْعُودِ إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِلْتَّائِبِ الَّذِي لَا يَعُودِ That Eid in reality is not for the person who has put a lot of perfume and a lot of itar, etc. Eid is for that ta'ib, for that person who has made sincere tawbah. And after the person has made sincere tawbah, the person has become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. At-ta'ibu Habibullah. The one who makes tawbah becomes the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. So Alhamdulillah, the month of Ramadan, we had made Tawbah. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the tawfiq, that we turned to Him, we sincerely repented. But now to get the real Eid, 
then that attaibul ladhi la yaud, that taib who doesn't return to his sin, then that person will get this reality of the Eid in the Akhirat. Person who doesn't return to sin does not mean that a person will become masum and will become sinless. This is something that can happen that a person has made sincere tawbah, but the person can slip again. It can happen. We are insan, but the person does not premeditate sin, surround and plan. But a person walking carefully can still fall. If a person falls, immediately the person will renew the tawbah, refresh the tawbah, turn to Allah wa ta'ala, beg Allah ta'ala's forgiveness, cry on the musallah, wet the musallah with one's tears of repentance and feel the coolness in the heart of the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala then only the person will feel that I can now be little comfortable and rested that I have sincerely repented I have cried to Allah Ta'ala I have begged Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness so now I can turn uh, be hopeful that inshallah I will also get this real Eid in the year after in the hereafter so this is the Eid, the Eid, real Eid will come for that person who has made Tawbah and then the person does not return to those sins. And the last couplet he says, لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَزَيَّنَ بِزِينَةِ الدُّنْيَا إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَزَوَّدَ بِزَادِ التَّقْوَى That Eid in reality is not for the person who has adopted the worldly adornments, is wearing the finest clothes, got exquisite jewellery, and all the other kinds of adornments, whatever is within the limits of Shariat, no problem. But, that doesn't make it Eid in reality. Eid in reality is for who? For that person who has acquired the wealth of Taqwa. This is what the month of Ramadan had come for. To give us the opportunity to turn to Allah Taala and to acquire the wealth of Taqwa. This is the real adornment. Taqwa is in the heart and taqwa brings along with it the other qualities of iman, haya, modesty and shame. Then it brings adab, respect. It brings tawakkul and trust in Allah wa ta'ala. It brings the love for Allah wa ta'ala. It dispels the love of the world from the heart. So all these adornments of the heart, all these qualities, sincerity, compassion, forgiveness, kindness, all these various things. These are the things that bring the true adornment within a person. So this adornment of the heart is what is required and this is what we have to be trying to bring within ourselves. This is the balance sheet that we have to now inspect. That how much have we earned in the month of Ramadan? What extent has the adornment of the heart been achieved? How much have we made toba and given up every sin? This is what we have to reflect on. So we should spend a few minutes, sit down and think about this. That the entire month came, what did I achieve? Did I make sincere tawbah? Did I give up the sin? Did I make that firm resolution not to go back to it? To what extent have I adorned my heart with the adornment and the beautification of taqwa? With the adornment of the other qualities of iman, of haya, of tawakkul, of simplicity of compassion and forgiveness and of all the other various good qualities. This is the point that we need to think about. This is a moment of reflection. Just that the time came and went and everything is fine, that's not the way to go about it. To finish off, 
just to discuss one incident of those who realize that what is the real Eid. The real Eid is the Eid of Akhirat. And even if in this world a person can't have the things that a person desires to have, then too they are content and they would be fine with it, provided that they don't lose out on the real Eid of the hereafter. There was a great Khalifa of his time, Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz Rahmatullah He was a very, very great personality and when he became the Amir al-Mu'mineen, people started remembering the good times or the good manner in which Hazrat Umar bin Khattab the second Khalifa of his time, how he had ruled because their names were the same and they actually labeled him as Umar al-Thani, that he is the second Umar. What a wonderful way in which he ruled while he was the Amir al-Mu'mineen. And he's the Amir al-Mu'mineen, he's the Khalifa of the time. But there's such a meager and such a little salary that he's earning that there is nothing available that can be saved up for any luxury. As the day of Eid is approaching, his wife says to him that the children don't have any good clothes. All the clothes are worn out, old. If we could get some good clothes for them, then they would also have that enjoyment of Eid like other children would. So he says, but I have nothing. Can we imagine the Khalifa of the time, the Amirul Mu'mineen of the time, the ruler? And he's saying, I got nothing that I can now spare or use to buy some clothing for them. There is nothing. So his wife says to him, that why don't you get an advance salary for next month's salary, get an advance, then we will buy some new clothes for the children. Not that to buy new clothes is necessary, but now this was a feeling and they had very old clothes, all worn out clothes. So she said, we'll buy some clothes and we'll just try and make do after it the next month. So he said, okay. So he went to the treasurer of the Beitul Mal, the treasurer who was appointed by him. And he says to him, that I have some need, if you can give me an advance for next month's salary, give it to me in advance and then next month I won't take any salary. So the treasurer says, no problem, I will give it to you, but please just give me in writing that you will live till next month. Otherwise, how can I give it to you in advance if you're not going to live next month? Because you won't be alive, you won't be working. So if you give it to me in writing, then I can give it to you. He immediately realized his mistake and he said, okay, no problem, obviously this is not correct, don't worry about it. And he came home and he told his wife that this is a position, there is no way that we can take any advance salary and we are going to just have to make do. Now comes the day of Eid and now he comes to the Eid Salah, to the Eidgah. Can we imagine the Khalifa of the time? And he's coming in his own old clothes because there is nothing better to, that he has. And his young child's hand is in his hand and the child is also dressed in old clothes, worn out clothes. But, but what would have gone through their hearts? Everybody else, all the children are rejoicing in their new clothes and having a merry time. What must have gone through those, the hearts of those children? And more than them, what must have gone through the hearts of their parents? But they were happy to undergo that difficulty. Their hearts would have broken. They said, we can break our hearts for Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. But we won't do one thing that is wrong. Because this Eid is a very temporary Eid. In few hours time, in one day's time, this Eid is over. 
then nobody will remember what they wore or won't even bother about what they wore on the day of Eid. The day will pass. So with a little bit difficulty, little bit hardship, little bit heartbroken, but the day will pass. But we must not allow the real Eid to get affected. The Eid in the Akhirat. That is something we can't compromise on. So it doesn't matter we will undertake some difficulty now, but we will enjoy the, the everlasting Eid in the hereafter. We will enjoy the Eid in the Qabr. That is our object. That is our aim. So they were prepared to tolerate this little difficulty. They were prepared to feel heartbroken for the sake of Allah wa Taala, but they weren't prepared to compromise their Eid of the hereafter. This is a lesson for us that we don't allow the everlasting Eid to get compromised in any way. We remain steadfast. There would be some challenges. Sometimes our heart will break. Sometimes we will feel down because everybody seems to be abandoning us because we want to do the right thing. We don't want to get involved in the wrong. But all this will pass. All this is just a very temporary thing. But the real Eid is coming. For such a person, the everlasting Eid is coming. And then there will be only happiness, only joy, no difficulty. But we will have to just bear this little bit in this dunya. We ask Allah Ta'ala for afiyat, ask for safety, ask not to be tested in any way. But whatever these little issues come, we will have to be steadfast and be firm in it. And Allah Ta'ala will open the way forward. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq to remain steadfast. And Allah Ta'ala bless us with the real Eid in the Akhirat. وآخر دعوانا للحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين